Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to viahemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Do you enjoy playing relaxing puzzle games on your phone? I do. It's even better when they're free and you can collect prizes along the way. Welcome to Two Dots. I have been playing Two Dots to relax my mind, unwind, and there's something very methodical about it. The premise of the game is you connect dots horizontally, vertically, but never diagonally. And you head from level to level. And as I mentioned, you do collect points along the way if you are into that. More than 5,000 puzzles to keep you engaged and relaxed after a very long day, uniquely designed challenges challenges, game modes, and levels to choose from based on what adventure you are into. And by the way, you can download it for free right now on your Android phone or iOS. I also like the color template of this game. It's very, it's giving me very like pastel-y vibes. So yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it too. If you are ready to kick back and unwind, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS and start connecting. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, neutrophil, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Hi, dolls. Brand new episode of the Sarah Fraser uh-huh. Show ahead. Have you always thought about hiring a life coach? Or have you just thought, oh, you know, I need just some tweaking in my life? Well, Marcy Resnick is here. I'm in love with this woman. She's amazing. She's spiritual. And she has one of those voices. Have you heard people's voice where it's just so soothing? You'll probably be asleep halfway through this episode. That's how relaxing I find Marcy to be. Marcy Resnick is located in Michigan. And um, I met her through her husband, who's an incredible acupuncturist. But she's a spiritual coach as well as a life coach and mixes in crystals. So if you are looking for a life change in so many aspects with your friends, 
friends, with your family, with your work, um, with your relationship with your kids. Marcy's your woman. Here's the episode. Enjoy. Right. Hi, Marcy. Hi. Marcy is here. I am super excited. I love me. Well, first of all, okay, I ended up meeting you through your husband who I have put on my social media whenever I come to Michigan and where my mother-in-law lives. um, And I happen to find your husband by a random Google search, which is crazy. Crazy? Yes. I was like looking for good acupuncturists in um, Michigan, right? Iran's name comes up. I go and see him and I'm like, oh my God. Like how, this is the greatest find from Google ever. He's like the greatest acupuncturist I've ever seen. It's like amazing. Divine intervention, divine intervention. (laughs) Totally. So I've been seeing Iran for years. I credit Iran, like a lot of Iran's advice. And, um, you know, like a lot of times when I come to town, I try to see him like two appointments to get the most benefit. But I truly think that Iran's work on my body, like helped me also conceive KJ, like a healthy baby. I just feel acupuncture has played such a huge role in that. So He's played a huge role acupuncture wise for me too in my, with um, my neck because when I got married to him, I was post, um, I had three herniated discs that I had fused in my neck. So I'm complete fusion here. And I was taking every time the weather would change in Michigan, which we know is like every second, I was still popping like Tylenol because I felt like I was being choked, like the, um, you know, like the scar tissue and everything. And so he really helped me with so much. He helped me with my neck. He helped me with menopause. Um, I'm two years now without having a period. And so I never had to do any of those different things that they do. He helped me regulate. So, I mean, it's, it's not just for like aches and pains. It's for everything. Oh my God, so much in your body. So that brings me to you. And over the years, we have talked about you and you, you've, I've started following you on social media because I loved initially you had put out, you were doing this like kind of women's ceremony that piqued my interest. I was so curious about this. And then Iran had said, you are also getting into the life coaching space. I love life coaching, self-improvement, mindfulness. Um, I've been very open for years on my podcast with my weight struggle. You know, I gained and lost 150 pounds. I was overweight always as a child. And finally, in Washington, D.C., another divine Google intervention. I just happened to Google, like, giving up dieting, not hating your body. And I found this beautiful woman, Robin Mize, who I've recommended my listeners to over the years, four years. Um, And Robin totally changed my life with amazing 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 like I stopped dieting I truly adopted mindful eating I do it to this day and I lost probably 40 pounds I've kept it off ever since I never even think about my weight anymore so Robin gave me that beautiful freedom can I ask you a question about that you can ask me anything Marcy anything how much do you think of that weight was energetic Oh, so much because, you know, really we traced it to, at the time I was working at this really toxic um, radio job. I basically, I worked with a guy, uh, oh my God, he just, he had so many issues. Anyway, when we came into work, you never knew what you were going to get. He had a personality disorder and I was working nonstop. Oh my God, the energy there was like toxic. I mean, I would stay in my car for 
15 minutes before I went into work, like trying to talk myself into it. It truly. And then I started the mindful eating process probably about a year before I ended up leaving that job. And then maybe like a year and a half later, it like all really clicked, like all the mindful eating. It just, yeah, I think it had a huge thing to do with energy. The gift is when it all clicks together and you're like, "Ah!" and your angels come out and you're like, what the, can you swear on here? Yes. Oh, I swear all the time. You can what say fuck the all the time. Fuck? <laughs> right? Yes, yes. And I think so much of it, I think what people don't understand and realize is that there is an energy that is attached to so much of our stuff. Yes. Yes. And, and it has a lot to do with your environment, right? Like, like okay, mine was a job. hundred percent. Talk to me. Tell me about it. Because doesn't it have any everything to do with if you're in a toxic marriage or, or relationship or job or you have a toxic relationship with your friends or family, right? That impacts us in so many ways. Tell me what you've discovered. Okay. So in my own discovery, so I'm adopted, right? So that comes with its own toxic waste. Because when you think about it, my biological mother was in a home for unwed mothers. So imagine the mm. treatment that was going on in this place while I was swimming in her stomach, right? In the, in, in utero. So I can't even imagine what energetically I digested that she was digesting emotionally, environmentally all the time. And then I get taken away from this first foremost connection. And I'm expected to bond with the family, with parents that, Essentially, I couldn't bond with my mother. That was the that was like the problem all along. And I was a really sick kid. Like I had so many allergies. But the minute I moved out of Michigan to Israel, my allergies like disappeared. I had like irritable bowel syndrome where like not to be explicit, but please let's do. Say, like I was having diarrhea my entire life and I've always been thin. I've always been active. But I mean, it was to a point where any any trigger would just upset my stomach. Why was my stomach so upset? Well, maybe my environment was so fucked up and so chaotic that that just took on a whole other life form, you know? And when we're kids, we don't know any differently. That was my normal. I thought everybody had explosive diarrhea, right? Like I thought this was normal. I thought everybody had the same normal that I had, but we don't. And so I didn't start realizing it. I never knew how abused I was until I went into therapy in my forties. How, like when I started my healing process, I never knew, I never knew. And that was like one of the things with Ron, when he started noticing behaviors and um, things that were happening with my dad, where he would just be like, "Uh, I'm not quite sure about that. You know, placement of his hand on my body, where it was located too close to my upper thigh that made my husband uncomfortable. And so like, that was my normal. I had no clue. And so like, yeah, during my process, like you, you don't know how energetically that impacts you. And so I've always like had this desire to like search other things because things were so screwed up for me that I always wanted to like, the metaphysical world was like a relief to me. Mm, Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, and, and what I, I love so much about you is you have been through so much personally, and I got to do a, a life coaching session with you. We're, we're going to get into more of that. But talk to me a little bit about 
how you became a life coach. Like what in your life, and you started, you begin to touch on it. What brought you to a place where you were like, you know what, this is what I want to do is really help others. So I think about 10 years ago, maybe about eight years ago, I was in therapy and I just, you know, with everything that I've been through in my life and in this industry of this hands-on industry for 25 years that I've been working and talking to people and in the beauty business, I just feel like um, it set me up for like this next plateau of where to go next. And so back to what I was just saying, like about nine years ago, I really thought like being a life coach would be so impactful for me and um, for the people that I could, you know, help. And so I started to like think about it, but then it kind of took a back burner and I really kind of got sidetracked from that. And it wasn't up until probably March where I was like, I I think I want to be a coach. And I presented it to Iran and he was like, do you have an idea of where you want to go to school? And I said, I kind of think so. I made a phone call of a local woman who I'm friends with and asked her what she thought because she's a family um, therapist. And she was like, oh my God, my two daughters just did it at this one place. And so I ended up registering with um, Life Purpose Institute. And so it kind of like, it just, you know how like divine intervention, it just happened. And I had an interview with them because I don't have a bachelor's. I never went to college. You know, my growing up, my mom and my dad really didn't invest in my education because you know, in in their idea, I was like a pretty Jewish girl and I would marry a professional and be taken care of, but they didn't obviously know me very well enough because that was not my intention for myself. And so, you know, they never really pursued um, wow. investing in education, which, you know, in the 80s, I, I don't know how many families in the Jewish culture really did. And if they did, they were like truly serious about it. I don't know. I only know my normal. Yeah. So this was my normal. I thought all the women weren't invested in. And so a lot of these courses are like um, after you get your bachelor's. So I was like jumping in without all of it and um, had an interview. And the next thing I know, I was taken into this course and I started and I just, I felt like my purpose had been redefined. I felt like I had come into myself again Turning 50, I went and did a sweat lodge. It was like my initiation becoming 50. And I had this profound experience and I knew my purpose was looming. It just took time to show up. And I really feel like that was like, that was like how it all kind of worked out. But I just, I feel like I'm where I'm at. Well, I love too about you that you're unapologetically you. And I love that you're so open. You're like, I'm 50. I'm I'm launching this new career. I mean, I just think it's so admirable. And especially for women, because we are in a society all about age. I mean, I'm in a business of, en- of the entertainment business, which, you know, is it's awesome to see it changing because it truly is sure. changing. Like, I mean you know, moving to Los Angeles, you know, you, you used to think your career was over at 40. I mean, now you see more women 40 years old working in Hollywood than ever before. It's so inspiring. Um, so what if I, our careers only started at 50, how beautiful would that be? If we all, know. you know, if we all started then, because we're so much wiser, we're like, we, we have our shit together by then. I, I mean, I hope, 
Yes. I feel like I do. I feel like I have my shit so beautifully, messily together. And that's what I love about you. It's awesome. And like your journey has taken so many twists and turns. Um, tell, before we get into kind of what life coaching is and, you know, how people should kind of figure out when they know that they need it. But talk to me. I mean, tell me about some of your relationships because I love it too. You're open about you've been married three times. Was it? This is my third marriage. Third marriage. Okay. So talk to me. Marriage and relationships are always so fascinating to me. Why didn't they work? Or what did you discover about yourself? Okay. So I feel for myself, um, I always struggled with, with relationships. I always wanted to connect. And I would really, I had, first of all, I had no self-worth. So that is like the highlight for any disastrous relationship when you have no self-worth whatsoever. And um, I'll come back to it, but I finally figured out through coaching, when I was doing my coaching course, I had to be coached myself. That's part of the process. And I could identify where the uh, root of my self-worth problem was through coaching. So why should we get coached? Because it can fucking help with so much stuff that we don't, that we're not even like aware of. Yeah. So why my relationships didn't work? Well, one, because I was like a disaster. Two, because the people that I was trying to connect to weren't the people that had the longevity that I was searching for. I mean, my first marriage was, you know, everyone thought we were such a great couple and everyone thought we were, you know, really fun to hang out with. Well, fun only lasts so long until real life shows up and you have kids and responsibilities. And if you are not on the same page and you don't have the same beliefs or the same values or the same dedication, I mean, that can really like be a disaster. And so there was just, it was just so, so much. And then the second one, it was like the same thing, but that was the abusive one. My first one mm. wasn't abusive. He just was not committed to the marriage and to me. He was more committed to the friend and the idea of being married. Because when we think about it, everyone loves the idea. Everybody. Of Yes. But the work, you have to work at it. It's, it's a full time job. And I always say, you know, my husband and I ended up going because the mindful eating therapist, she was the one that said, and, and we'd been having kind of some troubles. Like I was breaking up with him, getting back together. I wasn't sure I wanted to be with him. I thought I wanted to date other people. Anyway, she was the one that said, you know, you should go see a couples therapist. This, um, and it's emotional cognitive couples therapy, which is truly about getting you know, not just like bitching about each other, all that, but getting to the emotions behind everything, the complaints, the feeling, all this stuff, right? So basically you cry like every session, <laughs> both of us. Anyway, we found this awesome therapist and she kept saying to us, she's like, no, you guys really have a, you really have a connection. Cause we were at that point, we were pretty much ready to separate. And um, we probably did about a year's worth of therapy, maybe a year and a half before we got married. And oh my God, I tell people all the time, you should go to serious therapy before you marry somebody because, you know, you, you both, it's so much work. Like you said, you've got to be willing and is the person, because they come to the table with their own issues, right? Are you willing to work together with those? Can you be a team? And it was the greatest gift. I mean, Robin give, has given me so many gifts, but then seeing that couples therapist who we see to this day truly saved our marriage because she taught us really how to get to the bottom of, you know, a lot of emotions, everything like you're saying, kids, um, you know, we went through an awful miscarriage. We've now moved across the country. I mean, 
you you really got to work. You got to know the person. You got to work to make it work and be good. You know, it's so funny. When I was living in Israel and I first met my third husband, Iran, he was so much younger than me, but the connection was there. Him and I had this unexplained connection to one another that you cannot manufacture through alcohol or through um, social gatherings. We just had this energy from my heart to his heart, from soul to soul. And because of the age and the circumstance, the time was not ready for us to be together. I think it was giving us a, a, a snap second moment of this is what you should be looking for, if not with each other, then with somebody else, right? Wow. Because there was such an age difference. And because you're so young and dumb, you're like, la, 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 la. But I mean, the things that I um, ha had happened with him were so profound. Like before I was getting married to my first husband, I did a blood oath with him. Like, I mean, it wasn't like I was walking around with a witch hat on my head and was professing that I was, you know, into um, blood ritual. I just, it was like a natural, like I wanted us to be connected forever. And that was my way to promise him I'm always going to be with him. He was 16, 15. I was 22 at the time. Like, I mean, I don't know why I did it. It just felt the most natural thing. And then I think that connection, when the world and the universe works together, got us back together all these years later, where we were able to connect after I had been married a second time, had a second kid with somebody else, had a disastrous, abusive marriage, wow. um, you know, he had gotten married. He had had a relationship that fell apart. And then life happens. We were both in this place that allowed us to be together. And that was the first time I followed my heart. That was the first time that I, Marcy, decided I'm not going to listen to what anybody else has to say about my relationships, about wow. who I am, about how I am, and blah, blah, blah. And it was one of those fuck it moments where I booked a ticket and went back to Israel, had 10 days with him. And that's when we started his immigration process. And I was like, this is it. I, I, I don't care what happens. And mind you, wow. a lot, a lot happened. Like I had issues with my children. I had issues with my parents, my ex-husband. I mean, it really, so when you make a decision to do something for yourself, be prepared because not everybody else is on board with you. So you had actually met Iran, your third husband, when you were in your early 20s and he was in his late teens. Yes. How, how did you... On the kibbutz. Wait, say it again on how? How did you meet? I was living on his kibbutz. He was a child with a family, you know, his family living on this kibbutz in Israel. And it's what's like, a kibbutz? A kibbutz is like a farming community where everybody works for the good of the community. Got it. Okay. okay. I went there when I was 20 to find myself. And I got there and I never wanted to come back home, but that's a whole different story. So on the kibbutz, I decided I'm gonna go work in the banana fields because I really wanted to get a general sense of how this kibbutz thing works because I wanna stay here. So I'm gonna try and work as, as many jobs as I can and kind of see what this is all about. And my first day in the banana fields, I got paired up to work with Iran because I was a girl and couldn't do the heavy lifting and he was, um, like 13 or 14 at the time. And so we started working together and we just had like this playfulness, this connection, this fun. It was, it was 
the weirdest experience him and I could have a conversation one without language because my Hebrew sucked and his English was, you know, not, you know, great. It was okay, but we could speak with our eyes. I knew exactly what he was saying. I knew exactly what he was thinking, even to the point that when we reconnected, we would go on um, Skype and have these conversations with our eyes and type it out and see how close we were still are. And we were still accurate. I, I mean, oh my God, that's crazy. so nuts. But of course, like, so you're in your early 20s, you know, he's 14. So you're, you're like, all right, obviously there's this clear age, you know, difference. Like, oh, yeah. you know, this isn't I'm like. Looking at him as like a, a love interest. Right. He was a kid with, you know, a mullet. Like he was, you know, just a little boy. So but you don't think. my best friend. You... I had so much fun with him. So. Over the years, when you go on to have these two other relationships with other husbands, did you guys stay in touch? Like, did you? The first husband, I was still on my kibbutz. And so I would see him. And um, when he got older and he was allowed in the pub, I would see him in the pub and he would hip check me on the dance floor and throw pretzels at me. And we would smile and say hi. And the last time I saw him um, before we reconnected was when I had my oldest daughter, who's now 26. She was born. And the kibbutz threw like a, a party for the baby. And so everyone came to congratulate me. And that was like the last time I saw him. And then I moved back to the States with my husband at the time, who then became my ex-husband. He left. Let's take a moment to thank our sponsors, like ZocDoc. Look, when you go to find five-star sushi, you're always reading reviews, right? You wouldn't just like Go to any sushi place, although I have to say I have, and it was just a poor choice. Um, with ZocDoc, you can find a doctor that is in-network for your insurance, verified patient reviews to help find the right doctor in your network and neighborhood, and some of them have appointments within 24 hours, 48 hours, maybe even earlier. Look, you want to know that you have a great doctor, and I use ZocDoc out here in L.A. It's been a lifesaver moving to a new city. They're nationwide, by the way. It's a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. On ZocDoc, you can find every specialist under the sun. Whether you're trying to straighten your teeth, fix an achy back, get the mole checked out, everything. ZocDoc is there, and they have you covered. Go to ZocDoc.com TSFS and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash T-S-F-S. ZocDoc dot com slash T-S-F-S. Also, if you'd like to advertise... Now's the time. Consumer spending is way up across the board for so many things. So whether it's insurance or a doctor that you're looking for like ZocDoc or whether it's beauty products, advertising with podcasting is bigger than ever. Come aboard the Sarah Fraser Show. I have hundreds of thousands of downloads every single month. You've probably seen me trending in the top podcasts in TV and film in the world on Apple Podcasts because of the amazing listeners that frequent this show. You can email the Sarah Fraser Show. It's S-A-R-A-H-F-R-A-S-E-R show at gmail.com. We moved back and then after six months, we decided to separate and get divorced. And so he returned back to Israel and I stayed in Michigan with our daughter. And then... Um, I didn't see Iran again until Facebook happened, like all those years later. Wow. And I never even thought about him. But I would have dreams at night about walking the beach, trying to find this person. And I never could figure out who the person was. 
until I got reconnected with Iran. And then those dreams stopped. Damn. I mean, that is wild that you guys like were yeah. so meant to be. Oh my God. Yeah. And how many and years have you and Iran been married now? We are starting our 12th year together. Right now is exactly 12 years ago that we reconnected. Wow. And we were married 12 years in March. And nobody thought it was going to be. Everyone was like, like, you know, because I've been married one, two. This was like number three. Everyone was just not on board. A lot of hate, a lot of negativity, a lot of calling me like really horrible names and, and, and saying things about my being a mother and and what I'm showing my children. And just it was ugly. It got so ugly. But this is the longest marriage. Marcy, how have you survived? I mean, you talked about an abusive relationship with your second husband. Um, you know, now, you know, you realize that your parents were very toxic and you literally had like a funeral for them and, and you know, have no connection with them now. I mean, people listening to- And they're to living. I've, I've, I had to grieve the living death of my parents. And they're still alive. I mean, a lot of people listening to this are, they're at that crossroads of choices, whether it's a divorce or maybe it is stop speaking to a, a parent or a sibling, which is so hard to get to. Awful. Um, t let's talk about your, how did you survive an abusive relationship first? And then we'll talk about your parents. Well, again, like I said from the beginning, I never knew how abused I was until I went into healing. Got it. Right? Got it. So all of these things were normal for me. The emotional abuse, the mental abuse. My second ex-husband was, um, I believe, I don't think he's ever been clinically diagnosed, but I was dealing with a narcissist. And so I think, how did I get through it? I finally had the balls to pull the trigger and file for divorce. And um, unfortunately, you know, that really made him angry. And I believe, this is just my belief, that unfortunately, um, the kids were really used as weapons in it. And, you know, when people get ugly, they'll go to any length in order to make everybody else get on board. And so... I decided when I left the house to move as far west as I could from where I was living and still keep my kids in a good school district in order to get away from the toxic environment, in order to get away from the chatter. Because if I really bought in and listened to everything that was being said to me, I mean, yeah, that would, that would really be a stampede on my heart and in my head. And I didn't want it anymore because I was starting to really get back into my meditation practice, into talking to my guides, to my angels, getting into crystals, really reading every self-help book. I read, I can never pronounce her name, Ivana Yanstan. I don't, oh, um, um, I, oh my God. Yes. Um, Ivana. Oh, she's Oprah's. Um, yes. Oh uh, so I read all her books yes. in the meantime. And yesterday I cried. And I cried through all of those and they were so um, insightful for me to recognize myself again, which I had let go because I wasn't even me. But the funny thing is, is that I think with. Yes, Ilana Van Zant. I know exactly who you're talking about. Who, I can never pronounce her name. Ilana, but I, started, 
I started reading her books. She has, an, and she has a very similar story to yours in some regards, you know, just went through hell with marriages. And I mean, you know, years ago was given a show by Oprah, wasn't ready, walked away. I mean, then you talk about come full circle. Then she ends up working with Oprah like 20 years later. I mean, wild. So I'm sure you have a lot of connection with her. Yes, I could really see myself in her words. And it was just, I mean, I would sit on the floor in my closet because it was the only place in the house that I felt safe and just cry. And just, I think I allowed myself to feel, I think I allowed myself to feel for the first time. And ironically, then my neck started hurting and I woke up one mother's day and I had the worst pain. And if you look at the spine, energetically, the spine represents our life in this area here is our relationships. So all of a sudden I had your neck, your neck is your relationships. Okay. Uh, And when you think about it and you look at my life, my relationships like ate at my neck because I was holding all of this toxic weight and words and thoughts and other people's feelings about me. And I embodied them in, into this area that eventually fell apart. So the minute I had this medical scare where I had four herniated discs, I was in so much pain that I thought I was going to kill myself if it wasn't going to end. And if I had a shotgun in the house, I probably would have because pain is something that until you are faced with like the most excruciating pain, you, I mean, it's amazing that I got through each day with it. And that I think was my yoga. I started doing yoga And I think that that really got me to stay present and just, if I could make it through the hour, I was great. If I could make it through a day, I was golden. And I would just repeat it until I went in for my surgery. And then I promised if I got out of the surgery, I was changing my life. And that really was the epiphany for, and the catalyst that once all of this shit was fixed, and I had to like get my strength back and heal and, and take the time to really sit with myself and look at myself in the mirror, right? Like see, see myself. That I was like, you're gonna, you need better, you're gonna do better, you deserve better, and you're gonna be better. And we're gonna walk each other through this. Hi, what is it? Hi, hell and holy hell. What is it? Hi, mm, oh yeah. Hi, water You know what I'm talking about? Through hell and high water. Yes. Yes. We are going to make it. And that was my promise to myself was during that time when I was recovering just to, 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 I needed to change. I was 50% of the problem. I was a hundred percent of the problem and my environment was a hundred percent of the problem. And the people that I was encouraging into my life were a hundred percent of the problem. And the lack of boundaries that I had with everybody was a hundred percent of the problem. So I had to take a hundred percent accountability for myself. And that came at, at a cost because it pissed a lot of people off, you know, when people no longer can use you as a doormat, what are they going to do? Oh, they're going to be mad. Yeah, they're going to be mad. Yeah, yeah. They're going to be mad. They're going to try to manipulate you. They're going to try to make it seem like you're the problem. Um, Marcy, it's so fascinating to me. We A little bit you hear nowadays we're in this victim culture, you know, that it's almost fashionable to be the victim, you know. Um, (laughs) You're getting ready to spit out your coffee. Uh, Tell me about that. Who would want to be a victim? Who would want to wear that as a fashion statement? (laughs) 
God. Go on TikTok. A lot of people were in this victim mentality where it's okay. it's easy to blame somebody else for things that are going wrong in your life. Do you find that is a theme so far? I know you're new to being a life coach. Do you find that yeah. is a theme often with clients? And how do people get out of that? You know, because you like you just said it. You said you took 100% responsibility for your life. And I did that too a couple years ago. The guy that I was telling you about on the radio that everybody knows – you know, for a long time, I blamed him. I was so angry. I was angry with him, with management, the company. Why didn't I sue them? All these things. And then I'm like, this guy is so ill. He's so mentally ill. He has this addiction. Sadly, he passed away a year and a half ago. And I'm mm. like, oh my God, Sarah, like you, you know, yeah, you can't be the victim. Like, you know, you're not the victim. You you learned from this. You learned a great, it brought you so many gifts. How'd you get out of the victim mentality? And do you think we're in that space right now in society. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of our youth travel sports ruining families. Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani Podcast. Enjoy. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. <laughs> You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. 
Conception for her fertility aid is well-researched, baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Frasier 20. That's F-R-A-S-E-R. The number's two zero. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby. Every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Ten years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser show sent you. I feel for myself personally, I don't think I've ever been a victim. I think I've always, um, I think I've always just, my mom was so cold raising us that if you fell down, you brushed it off and you got back up. Like you didn't have time to be a victim. Like there, there was none of that. I, she's a victim herself. In, in her own way, but she never allowed the children to be, she was very cold. There was no coddling. There was no, no, is brush it up, get up, you know, like, so very different for me. So I don't think I ever. You never had uh, that. You never even allowed that in. Yeah. I That didn't even. Yeah. Like even, even now, like if I get sick or if I'm in pain or something, I mean, I have to be like on my deathbed before I'm like, raising the flag, like to help me because we, I, I don't know any differently. That was my normal. I think in this day and age, we've normal we've, we've made it normal to be victims. And I think that people are oblivious because it is so unconscious, the behavior. Yeah. 
I think sometimes people don't even recognize it. I think that sometimes the flags are so close that we can't even see them because we're too close to it. That when you get a different perspective and you, or you're able to see it from a different angle or you recognize it in a relationship, like my husband had to tell me about all of my own awful flags and my rage. Like when we would get into an argument, I would go black. I mean, things that were so fucked up, but that was my normal. And it wasn't until he was able to talk to me about it and, and show me it from a different angle. Could I see this? And he did it with love and he did it with kindness. And even though in the beginning it was so difficult for me, he always came at it from a place of love and wanting to um, show me because he knew that it wasn't my intention, but I didn't know any differently. Right. So I think wow. sometimes in this day and age, if you have a friend that's playing into your victimness, how the fuck are you going to know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I know. I mean, coach, I always think. Isn't going to play into it. A good coach is going to ask powerful questions where then you're going to be like, huh, kind of sounds like I might have a little bit of a problem with being a victim. And don't you feel like for me, the, 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 you know, you're being a victim or, or, you know, when things are not working in your life, you know, when things are not working, like, you know, relationships are never working out. Like when you begin to, if you can just pause for a minute and look back and like see the pat, you know, begin to see a pattern. It's like, that could be one of the signs you might be in victim mentality. You know, if that's happening over and over and over, something isn't working. And that's a great time to think about getting a life coach. That Something Absolutely. has to change. Yeah. Well, I think that so many people struggle with trying to see, even though they keep doing the same thing over and over again, that it's not working because the comfort of it not working is what the payoff is. Yeah. That you're so afraid that if it was a different thing to play out, that's uncomfortable. And people don't want to be uncomfortable because it's uncomfortable. But that's where the secret sauce is in life. That's where the meat is. Like that's where the learning comes in. You know, if you play the same record over and over again and expect to get a different song out of it, you're going to drive yourself crazy. Yeah. We touched on it a little, but I wanted you to kind of complete it because I know, you know, family relationships are also always difficult. Tell me about the actual mourning of your parents who are still alive, but you do not have a connection with them. How, you know, how did you get to that place and how are you healthier for it? Um, it got to a place where I never thought I would have to do this, but I had to ask my parents to make a choice between myself and my ex-husband. Mm. And I had already submitted all of my feelings about it, all of the way I felt about it, what I needed from them. And when push came to shove, there was an event that happened and I decided I'm, I'm done with this bullshit. This is my boundary. And I called them and I said, I need you to choose. I'm not okay with how this is working. I'm not okay with you inviting my ex-husband to holidays when I'm out of the country. I'm not okay with this relationship that you're aligning yourself with my ex-husband when I'm your daughter. So I need you to choose. And my dad said to me, quote, but he's my friend. And that's when I said, I'm done. I wish you nothing but love, happiness, and health. I want nothing to do with either one of you ever again. And that was it. 
And I started to mourn the death of my living parents. And it was a lot because I, at 53, I, I need a mom. I would love to have a mom that I could call on my way home from work and be like, I need to bounce some stuff off you. I don't yeah. have that luxury. You know, I chose to be an orphan and a lot of people would say, but you chose to do that. I had to choose because my mental health and my self-care and my self-worth at that time and up, you know, now meant more to me than allowing anybody to take a shit on me ever again. And that unfortunately affected my parents. And so, you know, I, it's still sad. Holidays come around and it's still sad for me, mm. but I, that's a decision that I made and I'm healthier for it because I am in a place where I have value and I have worth and I know what my value and I know what my worth is. And not everybody can meet that, meet that for me. And that's okay. And I don't have any ill feelings for them and I don't wish any harm. And, you know, it's one of those things. And ironically, you know, we live in the same area. I haven't run into them in probably seven years from the time I said that I've never run into them. Wow. So isn't that funny how life works out? Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised. I mean, I, I would think you'd run into them often. Yeah. No, no, wow. no. Mm -hmm. um, Marcy, so all of your life experience has brought you to this place of deciding to be a life coach. You have a really interesting, what, one of the things I'm so drawn to you about is like you mix in, I feel like the metaphysical world of crystals. Of, 100%. Tell me what, you know, crystals we hear a lot about right now in society. I love the idea. I don't know anything about how they work except for talking to you. Um, what can crystals help help you with? So I personally, um, you know, when I started this transformation, I started working with my crystals again. And, you know, if, 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 if you're into having an idea that's outside of what science wants to disprove, right. You know, when we look at quartz, what is quartz used for? We use it in everything right now. Our computers are programmed by quartz quartz. You can download and program. So, you could take a clear quartz and download an informational program of self-care and self-worth and use it for your meditation and access those, um, you know, those words, those feelings, those thoughts that you've programmed and channeled into this um, piece of quartz and use it to amplify your life. You know, some people will say, well, you know, it's placebo. Okay. But if it works, why not? And truthfully, I don't feel like it is placebo because science has taken all the minerals, all of the gases, all of the um, natural particles that natural earth remedy has to offer and synthesized it into using it for medicine. Look at lithium, lithium quartz. Lithium is a gas. Lithium, they figured out how to synthesize it and create a pill for people who suffer for depression. So I have like quartz, I have lithium. I brought it to show you. So this okay. is a quartz. Okay. It's got the gas of lithium that's been grown in quartz and it has it around. So what could you use this for? It could be a reminder that when you're having a trigger of something that, that makes you feel sad or something that gets on your nerve, 
You can hold it and use it to remind yourself to settle down. Why do crystals work with the body? Because we're made of silica. We have silica inside of ourselves. So why wouldn't we naturally resonate with this compound that is created in, in, in the world, in the earth's crust? Like it just doesn't, I, I think that there's so much more to it, but because it can't be proven, people want to discredit it, but yet they believe in God. Well, show me God, please. Yeah. Um, you actually, one of the things we did with my session is talk about a kind of a crystal formula. Cause I want to get pregnant again and have another healthy, doing crystal formulas. <laughs> have another healthy baby. Tell me about the crystal formula you had taught, you had told me about, and this is on my list to go get, but it was a combination of three crystals to put them in. I a, brought them. I, okay. brought, I brought, show me, show me. And then I loved you had said, you know, you need to wash them with just like mild soap and water, and then you need to charge them. And I was like, I'm so fat. I got to do a TikTok video about this. I've never done this. And what, why? So, so tell me about these crystals. Okay. So garnet, this okay. is a natural shaped garnet. Love it. This is how it comes. So garnet in, in, um, in general is really good with the lower root chakra. So when we're looking at wanting to get pregnant, we really want to um, supply that area with a lot of healthy energy. Mm. And with the palm, with um, garnet, the Middle Eastern culture identifies the pomegranate with garnet. And pomegranate, when you look at it, they've got a bunch of seeds inside that are, yep. um, you know, like. Uh, plentiful and healthy and, you know, ready to explode in your mouth when you eat the pomegranate. So garnets are really good with um, fertility because it's the creativity. It's robust in creating that creativity. And so when you look at the ability to get pregnant, you want to energize that creativity of the eggs and the sperm and Yes. And collecting with each other and creating life. Um, kunzite, which was another one that we talked about. So I brought a little kunzite. Beautiful. Love the color. It's like a pinkish purple, clear. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had a bigger one, but I think we ended up selling it. Iran has like a crystal gig going on the side, but this was a, a small one. Kunzite's really wonderful for the feminine energy, for mm. the, um, for, the warmth and the security of nurturing that creativity of the egg supply. And then we talked about blue lace. Beautiful. Oh my God. Gorgeous. Another, uh, just this gorgeous white blue. Oh my God. Love the color. Blue lace is really good with creating a, um, a really peaceful climate, a truthful, being able to speak your truth, being able to verbally you know, say what it is that you want, that you dream, that you desire, but it's yeah. also really soothing. If you look at it, it looks it's like beautifully soothing. Waves. Yeah. It feels soothing. Just looking at it on zoom. So this would be a bracelet that I would tailor for you after talking and knowing you, these would be the three things that I would make in a bracelet to help support your journey with getting pregnant. So I went to school to become a crystal, certified crystal healer. I went to the Hibiscus Moon Academy, and then I also did the Ashley Levy um, Crystal um, Academy. And 
what I really discovered is I love creating. I like making stuff. And I love the idea of making jewelry to help support um, help support people in everyday life with healing jewelry. So I do a lot of custom work. And then I also sell a lot of stuff on my Instagram where I create different bracelets and different necklaces and different malas. Which is what tells tell people what your Instagram is. It's Magical Maven 2. Magical Maven 2. Okay. I'll, I'll tag you in it too for this interview, but I love, yes, I love your work. So with the crystals, that's what I decided to do with all this juicy, wonderful learning and energy oh was God. create sustainable wearable jewelry for everyday life that help people that were working through shit, going through different things. And so every piece comes with its own, its own um, story. Let me pull one out. Marcy, why do you wash them? You told me I need to go out and buy these three that you've recommended. Why do you go home and wash them when you get them? Is that just kind of to clear things? So the, so the, the jewelry that I make, I wash I set out for the moonlight. I charge with my Reiki because I'm a Reiki master. So I put the healing into it. And I also put them on selenite. So I attune them, but they're channeled with a story. When I go to the store and, and buy crystals, I like to one, wash them. I personally will wash them with mild soap and then I'll spit into it. So it's got my fluid mixing in with it. So the crystals become my own. That's just me. I don't know if other people do this, but I've always done it. I do not do it obviously with my jewelry. I do it for my personal crystals that I work with. Like I drive to work with a crystal every day and that crystal is, um, you know, sunbathed after being washed and I spit in it because I want it to be emerged in, in my essence. So that's how I do it. Some people might do it differently. You can play music next to your crystals and charge them, recharge them. You can set them on selenite. I brought my selenite to show. Selenite is a mineral that to me is like, um, um, you know how like we get static clean? Yes. And you take the thing and it, this is like the energetic. This cleans the, the body, it helps soothe. It feels like divine light energy, like going over you. So this is like my little wand that I use in my crystal healing. And um, I just, if I'm having a, a, a moment or I feel like, you know how like you walk in a room and you can feel the energy, you yes. know, shit went down, but everyone's quiet. Yes. That energy, like we walk around with that stuff on us. So sometimes if I don't have the ability to take a shower and I feel icky, I will just begin to like rub this all over me and just feel like I'm taking a selenite bath. But this, I think everybody should have. Selenite. And why do you charge? Is it just about kind of like directing good energy to your crystals? Why do people charge crystals by the moonlight, by a full moon? What does that do? Um, I feel like there's something with the energy of the moon that is really beautiful, pure in deep. Mm, and, yeah, it is pretty amazing when you look at it. Yeah. And I think that like the sun, how the sun charges stuff, you know, we use sun for solar power. I think the moonlight has an energy of its own solar power. And I think that a lot of times crystals really just become so much more enriched or powerful with certain elements and the moon is an element that if you're working with crystals, 
I think it's really wonderful to use as a bath. You know how like uh, the Japanese, they use um, uh, tree bathing as a way to um, regulate themselves? Yes. And we sunbathe, right? Yes, yes. We should be moon bathing too. There's something about the moon. And since I'm not up at three o'clock in the morning (laughs) and lying out in the moon, um, my crystals are the next best thing. Um, okay. Tell, you know, tell people what is, what is life coaching now? Cause you know, when I think of life coaching, I think of just like, um, about your career, but you really have this holistic 360 approach. So what, you know, for people that might be listening and they're like, well, it's just, you know, it's just, if I want something in my career, life coaching is more than that, right? Life coaching is, is huge. People hire coaches, um, that are moving through grief, you know, Mm -hmm grief of anything, loss, loss of a job, loss of a relationship, loss of a loved one, loss of a, a life cycle, you know, their kid grows up and is out the door and now what, you know, so that's a great uh, time to utilize a life coach or, you know, they're going through a divorce and they need someone to bounce around what's happening. Great time to hire a coach you are going through life and you're struggling with your self-worth great time to hire a coach um i mean coaching is can be for a mindset coaching could be for you've got really shitty friends and you can't figure out what the problem is you know you might want to hire a coach and and unpack that shit with your coach it is a client-centered process that uses action or inner process tools to help gain insight into what is going on. And my coaching, the way I was taught through my school, it it is about meeting the person where they're at, creating a sacred space so they can um, feel safe to unpack themselves without judgment, to be able to be met where they are and have the ability to move forward. Because you don't want, there's no reason to go backward. You don't want Coaching is to move forward. Coaching is to get the person to move forward, to give them goals so they can start making um, baby steps, initiatives in their life. You know, I think a lot of people get stuck. What's that stuck point? And that's really hard for people to identify sometimes. And hiring a coach, I'm not your friend. My goal is to meet you where you're at and to get you to where you want and desire to be with effective listening, powerful questioning, um, testing out beliefs, being able to change the narrative and and giving them the, the strength and the permission and the tools to be able to successfully do it for themselves. I'm not here to advise, I'm not here to give answers, I'm here to listen. And sometimes silence is the best thing that you can give them because then they're thinking, right? Yeah. And I mean, I just, I loved working with you every time I work on myself in any capacity, right? Whether it's a Reiki section or acupuncture or life coaching. I mean, you know, you always ask amazing questions that get me thinking. One of the things that I love is um, for people that come to see you, you kind of, you have like a sheet um, where you have to fill out really about your spirituality goals, you know, your connectedness. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. um, so anyway, one of the things that we discovered, right, is you were like, you're very spiritual, but I don't practice a spiritual routine 
every day. And for me, that's been the hardest thing is like really dedicating 15 minutes to meditation and prayer every day and just being quiet. I just get up and I get going in the day and, you know, Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, but I really want to, for me, I feel like I'm in this new life cycle of being here in LA and so many great things are happening, but it's like, I want to keep that momentum. And one of the things that we really discovered was every single day, we're going to try it for 30 days and you and I are going to kind of check in is like, what would happen if I really did that spiritual practice for 15 minutes? Like what other great gifts would come in just slowing down? And for me, the challenge has always been just staying the course of like what I truly want instead of getting distracted. (laughs) Well, you said such a beautiful, great word. You used the word momentum. And I think a lot of people don't receive momentum from their spouses, from their friends, Mm. because they have their own agenda in the equation. And a coach is working for the coachee. And the momentum comes from wanting to move them forward and being able to get them to do all those things that they discovered that they want to do. And spirituality is like a whole other wonderful aspect to be able to unpack for so many people. So many. I mean, I just think whatever it is, your faith, your spiritual, whatever, you know, you, you, I, I just totally or believe struggling with it. People who have lost their faith for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's so many wonderful ways to um, utilize a coach for for those aspects too. And those assessments, like we were talking about, are great ways to begin looking at where the discrepancies are. Yes. Um, And, you know, I think we really touched upon this, but what are some signs like, what are some, and you really said this, I think, so I'm kind of repeating the question of, you know, how do you know when you're ready for a coach? But like you said, it can be anything from grief to friendships, like all that. That's, that's when you know, because you, you don't just do coaching for career. It's so much more. No, I, nowadays, I mean, when we, when I used to think of a coach, it was athletic coach. Yeah. Right. Right. And, or, you know, a coach that is in business. And nowadays, I think that the wheelhouse to help support the person, there's so many other factors that go into it. Like your personal wellness is, is, is huge. And so if you have a coach to help with what the therapist is, you know, working on with you, but the coach is going to help progress you, you know, is it, is there any ever a good time to start working on yourself? There's never like, when are you going to schedule it into the calendar? But if you feel like something needs to change or something needs to happen or something is lacking, or, you know, you keep hitting the wall and you can't figure out what the fuck is going on, you know, maybe hiring a coach might be a really effective way to get to, you know, the meat of it. And with me, I like, I like getting under the hood and I like getting to see the meat because that's, that's where the life is, right? That's where we can start to pay attention to what's going on in a safe, sacred environment that allows you to say the things that you might not want to say in front of other people. And, you know, if you feel like you don't have the environment to do that, that is a great time to hire a coach. So to answer your question, there's never the right time. You just have to decide to do it because you value your worth 
you value your health, you want to change something, and that could be the best way to do it. Marcy, that's like so beautiful. I feel like we just, yeah, we said it all. Uh, and you're so qualified to do it because you've just been so through so much in your own personal life. And then you're open about it. You know, you're so willing to share all the good, the bad, and the journey that you've been on. Um, Marcy, you, you see clients over Skype. So it doesn't matter where you're listening to this. You'll see people over um, Skype. I say Skype, Zoom. Um <laughs> No one Skypes, I guess, anymore. Gotcha. No, one, no one's got Zoom. Um, but where can people, you you know, you have a blog where you've shared a lot about your personal journey, crystals and more. Where can people go to your blog? Where can people book you? So to book me for coaching, you can go to heal.me slash Marcy. And I have all the different packages. I have, um, I have, for people who don't want to buy into a package because of, you know, whatever the reason is, I do a la carte. So there's a discovery session, which right now through the month of September, I'm offering for free. And then follow up, um, you can book single appointment follow ups, but there are different packages for coaching, which are um, six week, there's like a boot camp, there's three months, and they come with um, email support and a certain amount of sessions. Each one of the packages do come with a tailored magical maven crystal healing bracelet to help support the energy that we are um, trying to manifest and the momentum to um, get you moving through the process. So that's something different that I offer that I've never seen any other coach offer um, in looking. So that is part of what I do with that. And then you can go to magicalmaven.com and that is more of where my blogs are. And I've written about everything and anything that's happened to me personally. And um, I also have my tarot there and um, the Instagram for the jewelry is where I have that right now. And eventually I will be putting together a website, but um, that's kind of like coming, but Oh, Marcy, I love it. And you and and Iran, you guys are both people. Every time I see you guys or talk to you for any extended period of time, like I'm always such in a trance. Like I'm like, you just have that beautiful, like spiritual groundedness. I don't know. You're like walking crystals. Like I just, I. That to me is such a compliment. Oh, if someone you are. out of my space feeling like that, that to me is the most beautiful thing that you can say to me. Well, it's why you're on my show. You know, you give me such a great feeling and vibe. And I've always felt that with Iran. Like it's just such good energy. And so I always want to spread the word about, you know, anybody that is that because your intention, you can just feel it is always so good. Marcy. Thank you so much. It was so great. Like I said, I Thank, feel like I love this. I love just hanging out and chit chatting. I feel like I'm in the sofa with a girlfriend talking, talking about life. I mean, we could talk for I two more hours. What, what just happened, but um... <laughs> it was so good. Everyone needs to book Marcy. I absolutely loved our discovery session. It was so, so good. Marcy, so good to see you. Bye. Thank you. 